podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sorry, blown on the mic. This is Gav, this is the Cop Up Day, and this is the LFC Day Trippers. Um, you're very, very welcome. It's Monday, it's the day after the final day of the Premier League season, and we had a good chat about that on the Fatback 4 last night. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out. It's on YouTube, and it's across all your podcast apps. Um, me, Shawnee, Keith, and Kev had a lovely chat for about an hour and 20 minutes. So, as I said... If you're watching, or if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. If you want to listen to it while you're out running or walking or whatever you're doing, um, go and check it out. It was a good chat. Um, despite Liverpool being pipped to the title, um, a good bit to talk about today. And um, that's why I've come on. Um, I'm trying my best to get on, but it's just so so busy. Um, but I thought we had to come on today because Liverpool have confirmed that Fabio Carvalho will sign for the club on July the fourth from Fulham. Um, want to get your thoughts on that because he's a player that I haven't seen an awful lot of. The likes of Shani and Keith are the ones that always point me at these players to look at and stuff. And um, Shani's been raving about him, so we will have a chat about him. Um, if you're watching hit the like button if you want subscribe if you want share if you want but most of all put your comments in the chat and we read as many as we can um from the 4th of june we will no longer be asking for people to subscribe like share but we will ask you to comment because that's what's most important to us um let's see who's in the house kieran says this kid might be special i can definitely see him making a difference coming off the bench next year he's lively he gives me philip coutinho vibes he doesn't have the shot coutinho has but he's continuing with better work rate, faster to run at midfielders and defences. Uh, High Scouser says, uh, first time contributor, good man or woman, um, love listening to you guys on the podcast. Think Carvalho will be one for the future. Definitely see potential. What's going on with Jude Bellingham though? Next summer, question mark. Talk about him in a minute. Um, Kieran tells High Scouser to subscribe to the channel and turn on notifications and hit the like button. It helps the lads channel out. Something to do with algorithms it will recommend to others. That's what it is, but we're just sick and tired of asking people to subscribe to be honest with you and um, people will do what they like and if they like it they will if they don't they won't um let me see let me see let me see emma cabin is in as i said kieran high scousers there red steve is in there um afternoon red he said it's been a long time since i've been able to say that i'm going no fleece no fleece today it's lovely and warm a bit of rain around but it's not too bad gavin walsh is in kevin ball is in William Henry is still good, but he's here. That's the most thing. Um, and you reckon Shoemany is Madrid bound? We're going to talk about him in a little bit. Uh, Kuda Ronyoa says, Afternoon, Reds. Good afternoon, Kuda. And SLJ758 says he's uh, feeling a lot better this morning, Gav. Hopeful on Thiago. We're going to speak about him in a minute as well. Um, let me see. I was watching the Salty Terrace uh, the other day. Uh, the Salt is real, says Theo. Okay. Um, that's Terry and the. Uh, and the um, uh, football terrace. I don't think I'm allowed on there anymore. Um, I don't think the contributors like me telling them some truths. Um, United lads got out of jail yesterday. Real showing the blue today. In for a real disappointment Saturday night up the Reds. Um, hey, uh, you never walk alone from it looks like Turkey, says Altoy. Yeah, it is. Um, don't see the rush with Carvalho, says Kevin Sullivan. Feely will be nurtured. Um, so, Fabio Carvalho, um, if you remember rightly, 
was linked with Liverpool in January. There was talk around deadline day that he would make the switch to Liverpool in January, but it was held up for some reason or other, mainly, I think, because Fulham wanted him for that promotion push and he ended up being champions in the, in, in the championship. Um, few Liverpool fans at the time are like, have we missed out? He's out of contract. He could go to, I think, Borussia Dortmund were linked. Um, there's another couple of clubs outside of the UK linked with him and people got a little bit worried but it came out fairly fast afterwards that it looked like a deal was in place anyway of course Nico Williams went the other way on loan he's now back at Liverpool but he went on loan on deadline day as well and we thought that maybe that might be the trigger for Carvalho to come for Liverpool but he didn't he stayed at Fulham and I think it was the right move Um, you know he could have got how much game time would he see at Liverpool? While they're chasing all these trophies, I'm not too sure how much. He gets another six months of Fulham in the Championship, winning the Championship and playing a big part. I looked at it today, 26 games he played in the Championship, which is really good for a 19-year-old. I think he's 20 in August. Um, He had 18 goal involvements in 36 games. I think it was 10 goals, 8 assists. Some of the goals he scored were, were really, really good. It looks like Liverpool are signing him for an initial five million, two point seven million in add-ons plus a twenty percent sell-on uh, clause, which is a really good deal, I think, for Liverpool in particular. You know, he was out of contract come July. He could have went, um, or he could have signed a pre-contract with um, a team outside of the UK at that time, but he didn't. Um, it looks like Liverpool have just kept him, kept him there, and um, have given him the assurances that have been needed with regards to his. Um, his move to Liverpool. The talk is, is that he will not be loaned out. And I think that might have been a bit of a deciding factor um, with regards to him going to Liverpool. It may be on something that got the deal over the line. You know, Fabio Carvalho, he clearly has potential. He clearly has ambition. And if he's gone, if he's if he's been approached by Liverpool and he turns around and says, I'll go, but I'm not going out on loan. I'm going to be a, forced, a member of the first-team squad. I think it shows, despite the... the talent that Liverpool have at their disposal that this man is um, or this young man is really really um, shooting for the stars I suppose and really has a lot of ambition and a lot of confidence in himself um, John says good young signing but we do need to sign some big hitters this summer we don't want to hear from the club next summer no no must be this summer so we aren't falling a point short again we're going to get on to that in a minute John, minute, John. I think um, I think the fact that Jurgen Klopp has signed the deal um, at Liverpool you can see how happy he is there and how happy he is with the progression of the squad and yeah there will need there will need to be changes and we talk about them in a minute I've no problem doing that between now and half two I really don't um, I don't know if we keep Jones and Elliot with Carvalho reckon one of them gets sold or loaned says James interesting let me know what people think of that um, anyone see that Sangara at PSV maybe it's a bit early for transfer talk yes it's G10 I have seen them links they were around I think the middle of last week, and then I haven't really seen anyone else, anything else since. Sorry, Kevin Balls says Elliot Jones, Carvalho, Gordon, and a few other youngsters coming through is positive for our future, and hopefully we can add too many in the summer. Rumors Fulham have a deal in place. Um, for Nico says Gavin Walsh. Um, Mark says Carvalho is a top, uh, top young player. Sam says I think Carvalho could potentially be our left-sided attacker along with Diaz, especially since Mane is playing more centrally now, along with Jota. Yeah. Li- when I've spoken to Shawnee about him, because Shawnee's the one that always throws the clips at me, he says, Gav, he can play, if you played like a 4-2-3-1, he could play anywhere across those three. Um, he could even play a false nine, he feels. And if Liverpool continue with a 4-3-3, he, he could play off the left or right. Um, so he looks like a very, um, he looks like a player that, 
you know where Liverpool love that they're so flexible in where they can play. Um, and he's 19 years of age. He's going to come in. He's going to be hitting the ground running in July um, in the fourth team squad um, under Klopp. So, look, it's it's um, it's just a good meal for everyone. He's, he's an exciting talent. I get where John was coming from, though. You know, exciting talents are great, but you do need one or two maybe in certain positions where you go. That adds, you know, real, real quality to the squad. And I, I get that from John. I absolutely do. You know, um, when you look at this squad, there is, for me, small little holes at times. And I, I don't mean like probably the first 17, 18. Um, absolutely fine with that. Probably 19 players, actually. But then when you look beyond that, you want just people that aren't available and people that aren't in favour. So if you can bring somebody in, if you can if you can move one on and bring somebody in that is, you know, better than that player you've moved out and presses the people that are in the squad or in the team, that's all you want. You know, you look at Luis Diaz. Luis Diaz comes in and you're going, how long will it take him to settle? Stuff like that. They've thrown him in. He's been absolutely outstanding. So it's one of those where, yeah, I get he's young. Um, he's a real talent. He might surprise a lot of people playing for Liverpool. But at the same time, do you look for somebody somewhere else? In the, I'm not saying in that position, but somewhere else in the squad where you go, really want somebody big in that position. Yeah, I get that. Um, absolutely. Um, James is my mate to Fulham season ticket holder. Says he's the best player he's seen play for them. That's a big, big show. Because um, Fulham, despite you know not being the biggest club in London or the most attractive, um, I've had some quality players, like quality players. Um, Red Steve said, did anyone see Balotelli's goal yesterday? What a player. We should go for him in the summer. Um, <laughs> no. Um, Emma Cavanagh says, the fact he switched to Portugal over England might see the media hype around him not be too bad. Um, yeah, well, the usually in the English attacks. Um, <coughs> so look, Fabio Carvalho confirmed he'll be a Liverpool player on July the 4th. He looks like he will go straight into the first team squad for pre-season. You'll probably see him, don't we, play... United around the 12th or 13th of July so you may see him get involved there so we'll just keep an eye on him we'll watch him I'm sure there'll be plenty around him when he signs and you know um, there's a lot of excitement around it and anyone that I've spoken to about him um, seems to think he's a really 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 good player so let's see Kieran says Carvalho got young player of the year did Carvalho get young player of the year in the championship I don't know but she surely got it he was being raved about he was being raved about. Patsy asks, what's happening with the lad from Monaco, Gaff? So, sure many... Um, the t- there's a lot around this. You've seen so many people come out and say, oh, we've agreed a fee with Monaco. Um, oh, we've ag- um, but we're waiting on the player. Oh, we've spoken to the player and he's agreed the terms with Liverpool. Now we're waiting for Monaco. So, you're kind of getting a deal being done in one way and a deal being done in another way and then you're kind of going, well, if it's been reported both ways, does it really make sense? Look, the things coming out at the moment is, you know, um, oh, it looks like he, Monaco have accepted bids from Liverpool and Real Madrid. It looks like Shiromeni, if you believe what you read, has agreed terms um, with Liverpool and Real Madrid and is going to make a decision. Now, last night there was, or straight after the game, which I wasn't surprised by, because this always comes when Oh, Liverpool have lost something. Oh, and by the way, they're not getting that player. You know, people pile on and throw stuff out there and everyone goes, oh, fuck's sake, lost the league and now we're losing the transfer target and all this sort of shit, right? First of all, 
in the UK you were getting stuff like, oh, he's his representatives haven't formed Liverpool that he's going to Real Madrid. Now, from the Spanish side of stuff last night, it was going to be reported, or they reported last night, that when reports come out this morning in the press in Spain, it will be that his preference is to go to Liverpool. So, what does it tell you? Nobody really knows what the fuck's going on. That's what it tells you. Um, Shawnee is adamant on this one. Um, and Shawnee's not one for, you know, oh, I know this and I know that. Shawnee was talking to a guy six months ago who said that lad shoe many Liverpool all over him and got a couple of weeks back was told, no, that, that one's done. Shani is that's what Shani's being told. Shani says, take whatever way you want. Um this fellow I, I very rarely speak to, but when I do, he's usually fairly spot on, which is fine. Um really good player. I've gone and looked at a bit of him now. He's a really, really good player. He strikes me as somebody that versatility is usual him again. Strong running, good pass, really good pass of the football. Um carries the ball well, can play in a six. Most of time you see him in an eight. Um but really, really good. Now, would he improve Liverpool? Yeah, because this is what I want to get on to. Oxlade-Chamberlain won't be at Liverpool next season. I'd be absolutely amazed if Oxlade-Chamberlain's at Liverpool next season. You've got James Milner, who is up for a contract. There's a year deal on the table, I think. Nothing's being said on that. We don't know what's going to happen. If he stays, great, in my opinion. If he goes, best of luck to James Milner. He's been a brilliant servant to the club. But... When you look at the midfield, even with Milner still there, Jones comes back in against Southampton, kind of lost his way this summer or this season. Would Shumeni improve our midfield? Absolutely. And I'm not getting into this argument about, oh, would he start? I'm not getting into that. What I'm saying is, when you see who we play against Southampton and Oxlade Chambers on the bench and is still unused in that game, you can clearly tell after being out of the squad for a while, um, he's not in favour in any way, shape or form. And it looks like he will go in the summer. So if you take Ox out of there, forget our forced 11s and forget who are playing this and who are playing that. Shumeni will come in and improve us. Now, I'm hoping Liverpool will sign him off the back of, again, what people have told me and clips I've seen of him, which are a bit more over the last 10 days than I'd seen over the last, say, two months. Um, if they don't, don't panic. Because it's a bit like the Salah stuff. Oh, if Salah leaves, where are they going to get? Who are they going to get? We need to be linked with somebody. Link us with somebody in case Salah goes. No. Liverpool have, I would say, probably two or three names for every position if they were going for somebody. And if Schumann is top of that and it doesn't happen and he decides to go Real Madrid, which in my opinion, yeah, he could be looking at the future of Real Madrid with, with Casemiro there, with Modric there, with Cruz. They're all getting on a bit. Uh, Camavinga is a good player, but at Liverpool, he could look at it the same. And Liverpool are on a bit of a higher trajectory for me than Real Madrid at the moment. I think Real Madrid are in the Champions League final and they've won La Liga. They're a great side. But I think they're, I think, even though where they are now, I think they'll actually be even stronger in a year's time. Um, Liverpool at the moment are really, really, really strong. Sure, many may or, not happen, may or not happen. I don't know. But if it does, great. I think he's a really, really good player. If he doesn't... Um, We'll get somebody else. Because I think I'd be very surprised if you don't see a midfielder this summer. And going back to what Jono says, you know, um, with regards to a big hitter, you need somebody. Like if you if Carvalho was a centre midfielder, you'd say to yourself, right, he's coming in. He might get above Jones. He might get above Elliott in the pecking order. Shumeni will come in and go, I'm absolutely pushing for it in, in place in this team. And that's prob probably just the difference. We're not. That's not the have a go at Carvalho or his talent or his age or whatever else. 
I think this guy where he's played and, and what he's done so far um, that's the sort of sign I think John was looking for earlier uh, let me see if they're French and hesitant stay clear high maintenance and entitlement are standard features we need more Canadi types we genuinely want to play with Liverpool says Olivier um, Dylan says Nico definitely not signing for Fulham he was flying done an interview about returning to Liverpool in the summer and wasn't in the squad for the final five games I did see that actually I did notice that. Um, Manny needs to be our starting number nine. He's the best bits of Firmino and Jota in one. He's been playing uh, there for Senegal for years. Um, Gav, is it Liverpool versus Madrid in the Champions League final? And Shua Many, whoever, whoever wins, gets Shua Many. It, it's being drawn up as that. But look, um, if he wants to go to Real Madrid and Liverpool beat Real Madrid, I don't think he's going to turn and go, oh, they beat them in one game and go there. You have to think bigger picture than that. You know, sort of way. It'd be like, um, it'd be like uh, Man City playing Wigan in the FA Cup, which I think they did going back a few years ago when you're ready to sign for Man City and Wigan score a will late winner. And oh, I'm going to Wigan now instead. It just doesn't work like that. It's much bigger picture than that. Um, I think we need a robust midfielder that uh, never breaks down a starter. We get, we get that. We're good to go, says Kieran. Jono says he's not bashing the club. He's just saying we have to find a way to get over the line because we know City aren't standing still for us. No, City aren't standing still. I don't think Liverpool will either. Because I think if you look at this squad, I think it's a fantastic squad. A fantastic squad of players. I think there's, you know, there's viable, a viable argument there about cover at right back. No doubt. Um, I think a centre-back were absolutely fine. I think a left-back were absolutely fine. I think the six in midfield, I think... I think you might see Henderson dropping mine there a bit more. Um, I think I can probably see Henderson taking up a bit of a Milner role in the squad over the next 18 months to two years. That's just my opinion. Um, and in midfield, you have got Thiago, um, who we get on to in a minute. And yeah, I've no, and you've Keita, and you've Jones. But I think if you if you threw in a really, really top midfielder in there, I don't. I think it strengthens us, but I don't think it does any harm to Jones or Elliot or Cater, I think it's just all about competition and remember as well there's five subs in every game next season every game so it's not like I think lads are going to get more game time next season regardless Jones Elliot um, you know Gomez I think will I think when you look at the front five um, Carvalho will definitely get something because you know um, he's coming in he's going to get game time so <coughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm always, I'm, I always look at the squad, and I think to myself, if you're getting rid of Oxlade Chamberlain, I don't want to bring someone in that's, oh, he might play fifteen times. He's a bit injury prone. Um, out of those fifteen, he probably plays well in seven or eight. I want someone to come in and go. He is going to take his place. He is going to challenge him every week, and they're going to be killing each other to get into the team. And at the moment, Oxlade Chamberlain isn't doing that. That's what, that's where I want to look at. Oxley Chamberlain ability wise is really really good, but I think his 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 actual ability to challenge for a fourth team slot is what more than likely has killed him, and that's what I would like to see in the midfield. Without bashing any of our midfielders, I'd like to see if one goes out, you bring one in, but that one that comes in is absolutely looking at Thiago, looking at um, Henderson, looking at Fabinho, looking at Keita and saying to himself, "I'm going in and, and I'm taking the spot. That's my spot." And I'm going for it. So we wait and see. Um, let me see. Let me see. I'm just going to scroll down here a little bit. Um, I hope this season has shown the club what is possible with a big squad. We're always told it's hard to attract players when they aren't going to be playing every game. That was a myth. Um, look, 
I think the I think the whole thing about five subs opens it up, and I think Klopp has kind of alluded to this, where he said, "Look, I usually have a squad of around twenty two that you rely on, you know." But I think you're going to be in, you're going to be naming something like twenty players in a match day squad next season, um, for some games anyway, and you know, with the potential to use five of those off the bench, so you can use sixteen players every every week. And I know it doesn't sound an awful lot where you go, "Oh, well, you're using fourteen every week anyway," but that's two extra players. That's that's an extra seventy. Um, nearly 80 um, playing spots over a league season alone that's a lot that's an awful lot um, and if you're at Liverpool you have to understand that if there's somebody there that can take your place they will you don't get comfortable it's not like playing for Southampton or playing for Everton or playing for even in Newcastle um, even though they're going to spend a lot of money it's not like oh I'm comfortable here I, I'll get a game it's not like that they're all killing each other to get a game, and that's what you want. That's absolutely what you want. Um, but City ain't gonna. None of them are gonna stand still. If they stand still, they're in serious fucking trouble. You know, Liverpool could probably stand still. So could City, and still be top two in the league. But you've seen what City have done already with um, Haaland, and I think they'll do one or two more. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, I'm gonna scroll down here. Sorry, Thiago. Um, worry yesterday towards the end of the first half where he comes on off now he looks like he wants to go back on but obviously they've they've overruled and went no way we have a Champions League final next week and we know there's a big game yesterday against Wolves potentially to win a title didn't work out that way but it looks like people thought it might have been um, groin hamstring you know whatever way it looks like it's an Achilles issue now I've seen one or two on Twitter and stuff saying oh can he get a painkilling injection and I've seen some other people come back and go no you I don't think you can give a painkilling injection to an Achilles because um, it could cause more issues in the future they've been a bit coy on this they're saying look it's not the the best news yesterday but we're still hopeful I think Fabinho will be absolutely fine um, I think they, they're just absolutely banking on him being ready for Saturday I think they see him as huge and quite rightfully so I think he's going to be huge in the game on Saturday. Thiago, it is a worry. Do you, do you risk him and pour him in and hope to get 60 out of him? We never, we, we'll never, we'll never. I don't know. I, I really don't because I'm not a huge fan of throwing in a fella that's not fit. Because, all right, you might get 60 out of him and all right, you might do okay, but you could be overran from early. And the game could be over before you tr you want to make that change. Um, You just give him every chance you can to play the game. Fabinho not featuring yesterday, I wasn't surprised with. You see him Van Dijk on the on the bench, he probably could have played if they wanted him to. Salah comes on and scores, looks grand, so that's it. I think the only real issue is going to be Thiago going into this week. Um, even Joe Gomez, I think, is should be fine. But with the Thiago stuff, we're probably going to have to wait later in the week. I think Wednesday, Thursday, when or even Friday when they get, to, I think they get to Madrid Thursday, maybe Friday. Um. When they start getting there and you get more news coming out of camp, I think that's when, when we need to wait until. And not to panic and not to speculate too much. Leave it as is. We'll know about it. They'll, they'll have contingency in place if he's not playing. If he's not playing, you're probably looking at Fabinho, Henderson, Keita as a midfield. Because I think Fabinho will absolutely be okay. Eurovix uh, says, Champions League final would be basically the winner gets Aurelian Chouameni. I'm not of that opinion. I'm being honest with you. Um, Daz says, I think we go strong this summer and prioritise the league next season. Um, 
just if you're going to work with a big squad, use it. You know, use it as much as you can. And we used we used the squad really well this season, and we used the fact that the league had three subs, but then the other competitions had five. We used that really, really well to get players back from fitness, to give players game time, um, to give players rests. Really, really good. Um, so listen, um. I don't prioritise that and I, I, I take it as it comes I take it as it comes and let's go with it um, Jonas says after young Klopp deal was announced one of the things that was reported was that he wanted assurances he would be backed in the market that gets me excited I've always wanted him to throw his weight around more I'm sure young Klopp throws his weight around um, I'm sure he has a big say in what goes on but I don't think he's not a Conte type that'll throw his weight around and then just start lashing stuff out in the press and having breakdowns in press conferences he he knows it's a balancing act. He absolutely knows it's a balancing act. So, um, just trust him. Just trust him. Shoom, Jono's back. Shoom, any Darwin, and we're good to go. Bellingham ain't leaving Dortmund this summer. Just on Bellingham, we've been linked with his, his brother Job, haven't we? Um, I'd be very surprised if Joe Bellingham is a Liverpool player in the next 12 months. I'm being honest. I actually thought if Shoom, any didn't happen, Liverpool might just go, oh, here we go for him now. Because all the talk coming out of um, Bellingham's camp is, you know, massive Liverpool fan. His father's a Liverpool fan. His brother, um, he, he dreams of playing for Liverpool and stuff like that. And Liverpool are in the financial position where they could do it. Um, will he leave Dortmund this season? I think after them selling Haaland, I'm not too sure. Um, but you never know. Low things can happen really, really quickly in a summer market where Liverpool go. It's just not happening with Shoemani. We want him and we want Bellingham next season. We're not getting Shoemani. Let's bring him forward. We've seen it with Luis Diaz. So. So much, so much, um, so much can happen. Um, MC said, Gab, did you see the Chelsea fans singing, come on City, come on City? Um, no, I haven't. But listen, every fan that isn't a Liverpool fan, um, we're delighted yesterday because uh, they're saving football, aren't they? Yeah, they're saving football. Remember that. And um, The gas thing is, if United, Arsenal, Spurs um, and Chelsea um, start acting like the big clubs they supposedly are and come and challenge Man City they will be um, coursing Manchester City in one, two, three, four or five years time and basically calling out City for what Liverpool fans call them out as or, or what they are and then you'll be pointing back to 2020, 21, 22 when you're saying well hold on they were saving football three years ago and now you don't like them why? because you've got your house in order and you still can't get to them um, just depends what situation you're in, isn't it? So there you go. <coughs> um, Paul Joyce has tweeted that there's a chance he could be fifth of the final. That's with regards to Thiago. Yeah, I'm just whatever happens, happens. We can't get ourselves hung up on one player not being fit. We've won plenty of games without Thiago. We've won plenty of games without Thiago. Would I like to see him in the team? Absolutely. But we've won plenty of games without Thiago. Don't get yourself down on it. You know, you, like. Could you imagine the Liverpool squad going, oh, Thiago's not playing off for fuck's sake. They'll go in and they'll put someone else in. And they say to him, you go and do the job. And we get the job done. Um, the transfer stuff is kicking off already. Um, like you said, um, Villa have made a really good sign, haven't they, today? Uh, Camara from Marseille on a five-year deal. I haven't seen the fee. No, I'm saying that. He could be out of contract. I don't know his contract situation. But he's signed on a five-year deal. He's been highly rated. He's been linked with plenty of clubs around Europe. So that's a good one for Villa. Um, and we're only talking about um, the guy off Brighton. 
the really good midfielder operating his name. I'm terrible with names. Um, we're only talking about him maybe going to Villa, but it looks like they've gone with Kamara, um, Basuma, Basuma. So listen, you never know. Villa could do both of them. Um, they're gonna. It looks like they're gonna back Jared to the hilt, and it is his first summer transfer window. So they may they may back him and, and go for a couple there. Um, uh, you uh, Rec- Revix, sorry, says I feel like Bellingham will join Liverpool one day, just not this summer. Um, not be enough being made of Chelsea bottling the league. They are top more days in Liverpool and still finished 19 points behind. They're a cup side for me. I think they're a really good cup side. I think they need to add a, they need to add a goal scorer because Lukaku isn't up to it for them. Werner isn't up to it for them. Kai Havertz isn't a centre forward for me. And um, if they add a, if they're probably going to need a striker in the summer. They're going to have to do a bit of moving around, and I think that might become a little bit difficult for Tuchel. You look at defensively. Um, they're probably going to lose one or two there, and in midfield, are they going a bit stale? The whole um, Kovacic, Kante, Jorginho kind of thing—is that going a bit stale? It could be a bit of, a, could be a few moves for Chelsea this summer. All depending, of course, on on the men being sold and and all these restrictions being taken away from them. Well, when I say restrictions, they're just made up restrictions because they're not how restricted are they really? Um, Basuma could be our second option if we don't get Shu. Many says Alier. As I said before, Liverpool will have two or three options on every position. I I would feel like they're genuinely looking at something in midfield. I would feel they're probably looking at something right back cover, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see one out and one in, um, forward wise. And I don't, I'm not including Origi in that. And I'm not including Minamino in that. I'm including, I'm looking at the likes of Salamane and Firmino. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them goes and we bring somebody in. But um, my preference, keep them all. Keep them all. Um, I would, I'd probably let one of them run down. And I would look to bring somebody in in the next year. Um, let me see, let me see. James Pierce is here. Uh, confirm me, I'm monitoring Barella. Of course, the Inter Milan midfielder. Um, Chelsea have spent 330 million in the last two summers and haven't sniffed the league, yet they're laughing at us. The state of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chelsea should worry about Roman's loans. Everything should worry about letters leads of sense. It's shameless. I'm going to be very interested to see what happens with Chelsea and Everton over the next couple of months, particularly Everton, with the fact that they've stayed in the Premier League. Um, people are going to start asking serious, serious questions about them. Um, Gav, Ibu or Matip for the final, you can make a case for either. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Matip. I'm going to go Matip. Um, just, just Matip. I think for his overall experience, just Matip. Having said that, Kanata has been thrown into huge, huge games. But I think Liverpool will probably look at um, Vinicius as the main out-and-out threat. I know Benzema is there, but what I'm saying is they're outlet ball. And I think you're probably going to see Henderson, um, Trent and Matip try to absolutely shore up that side of the pitch for Liverpool. And um, yeah, I just go Matip. But listen, you could make an argument for Kanate because if you're shoring her up, you may need monster pace, and he has got it. He has a, he's threatening um, in front of goal, but so is Matip. Um, Matip just has that little bit more experience. He's played in, in Champions League final for Liverpool. So, look, 
either or. I'm really, really comfortable. I'm really, really comfortable with either of them. Um, James Pierce is back. He says, man, a new deal to be announced after the final. Good man, James. Um, we have not lost when Canate plays to Sean Casey. Correct. We haven't lost many with Matt Boyder, though, in fairness. Um, but look, I'm going to leave it there. Um, it's been a really good half an hour. We've got through uh, Carvalho, Thiago, Fabinho, um, Shuameni, Canate, Matip, um, Midfield, signings, Chelsea, City, um, all of them. We've got through loads and loads and loads. It's been a really good half an hour. Um, tonight is winners and losers. Um, I've told Phil and Dicko they can just pick what they want. So it could be overall seasons or it could be from the weekend. Um, Phil, of course, will have more build-up to the World Games where he's shown me mental downhill roller skating or something. So um, listen, um, that's 10 o'clock tonight. Me, Phil and Dicko. Check it out. It will be on YouTube. It will be available for your download afterwards as well. Tomorrow is Tuesday. And Tuesday, um, I can't even remember what we're doing. I really can't. We're doing that much. Um, oh, Tuesday. Me and Joe. I'm, I'm getting me. I'm just going to be me and Joe Wayman from um, Just Joe TV. I've decided just me and Joe are going to have a big chat about the season overall. Lead staying up. So, um that should be the crack. We're doing that tomorrow. Wednesday, me, Keith and Shawnee are going to do an hour to an hour and a half on the man that is Divock Origi. And we're giving away all our content here as well. I'm no, no doubt loads of people will be copying us now. Um, but we don't care. Um, Divock Origi night on Wednesday night. Thursday night will be a new show called Viewer's Voice where we will have three viewers and me on talking about whatever they want to talk about. Um, so there you go. And Friday will be a big preview to Liverpool versus Real Madrid in the Champions League final and Saturday we will do nothing because it's Champions League final day we shouldn't you shouldn't work and Sunday we'll be back with the fat back four Failicon is a charity sponsor big announcement we've gone over the five grand we have got all our sponsors for the golf day which is absolutely fantastic the golf day has raised 2,380 euros in sponsorship alone which is being transferred this evening to Failicon um, thrown on top of that donations we are just gone over five grand so we're over halfway there Um it's really good. I was delighted to see it went over five grand today. And um, we got our last two sponsors in. The link is in the description if you want to read about Failacon. But if you want to just be lazy and take it from me, fantastic charity. And 10 grand is going to do wonders for them for years. The link is also in there for the donate um, page. If you want to just copy that link, share it. Donate if you want, but share it across everyone you know. And just say, look, this is a brilliant charity. Um, this is a podcast that primarily now um, just promote charities and um they're trying to get the 10 grand so if you can help us out absolutely help us out um that's it red steve's winners and losers just one of the 40 shows per month um though if you're new to the channel phil could come with some sort of warning yeah phil is mental um but if you're new to the, if you're new to the channel what i would suggest if you're new to the channel is um i'm not even gonna ask you to subscribe watch a sunday to f- friday just watch every show sunday to friday and then make a decision because there will be people you don't like, like could be me. And um, um, there will be people that just annoy you, feel as mental. There will be people you love, Keith and Shawnee. Um, there will be people that you love talking about football, Chris, Kev. Um, you know, there'll be people that, you know, um, you relate to, like um, Emmett. Um, the viewers stuff you'll probably love because you go, Jesus, that's literally me um, be on the screen talking. So, um, look... As I said, there's a great mix across the channel. There's loads of different opinions. There's loads of different 
bits we talk about across not only just you know different shows but within shows we talk about an awful lot of different things we have a nice time doing it we try to promote charity and like i said we get to the 10 grand we move on to the next one we find another charity and we go from there we are considering not taking any sponsorship on for next season anyway and where we just do away with sponsorships and we just go all out charity all out laugh and all out shows five six or seven days a week there you go um that has been the cop update thanks a million for joining me don't forget 10 p.m tonight um three lads talking about stuff they think are winners and losers over now Podcast Network.